Strap yourself in because we're set up, switched on, and ready to go. Welcome to this week's Small Cast Podcast. This podcast is designed for small government contractors, service providers, and manufacturers as part of the government contractor ecosystem, connecting people, organizations, and resources. I'm your host, Just Nate, and we have DK. Welcome, DK. Thanks, Nate. We have uh, producer Jen off camera here. Um, she doesn't want to break another camera, so that's what she said. Um, she's there. There it is. And uh, online, we have, mm, oh, I'm not going to make that mistake again. It's <laughs> Kelly Kiedis Ogburn from uh, the Space Foundation. She's the VP of Space Commerce and Entrepreneurship. Welcome, Kelly. Thank you. I've been looking forward to this conversation all week. So yeah, thanks for having week. me on. Yeah, Kelly. And I was actually going back through my notes because I, I must have wrote that down in my other notebook when we chatted about a week ago. So. It's going to all be new again. Yes. I know. I love it. <laughs> okay. Um, wow. <laughs> so, okay. Kelly, so go ahead and uh, tell the listening audience a little bit about Space Foundation and kind of what you're doing, because it's very exciting, I think, for our audience, and I'm right up in the government contracting ecosystem lane. So, really excited about this. Yes. Well, thank you for having me, and um, to all the listeners, I'm I'm excited to have you join. Um, yeah, so what I am doing at the Space Foundation is a new initiative. Uh, it's called Space Commerce Institute. So a lot of the listeners in Colorado and you know folks that might be um, already in the space industry are probably familiar with the Space uh, Foundation, primarily through the Space Symposium um, that is put on every year in Colorado Springs. And the Space Foundation has, you know, built this incredible reputation throughout its 37 years, 38 years of existence, essentially um, advocating and uh, bringing together the global space industry. And they are really, really good at, um, you know, the symposium efforts and uh, putting together these sort of projects and programs. And then they're also really known for their K through 12 educational programs. But um, me being a space consultant for for a while um, and having the Space Foundation as my client before I came on as the vice president of space commerce and entrepreneurship, realized that there was this growing opportunity around um, the space space commerce and sort of the space economy, as a lot of people like to talk about. And really, how do you qualify and quantify it, but also bring programs to the forefront for these high growth companies or startup companies or even individuals that want to find a career in space but don't necessarily know 
what that looks like and what that means. And so um, the Space Commerce Institute is essentially meant to address those problems by bringing the right tools at the right time to really meet people where they're at in their journey of growth into and growth within the space economy. And and you and I had, well, we had talked earlier. So there's actually going to be, I think you said three or four different actually aspects to this effort, right? It's not just the one um, classes. So can you talk about those a little bit? Absolutely. Yeah. And I can talk a little bit more about the, the impetus of, you know, why Space Commerce Institute came about and then the, the segmentation of it. Okay. Um, so as, as people think of the space industry, you know, it's, it's highly nuanced in a lot of ways, but people will catalog it based on these silos. So people think about it in terms of launch and, or satellite operations, you know, or space um, stuff, space stuff. Right. right. And people right. will, people will sort of self catalog where they think they fit, but you also have this group that might self select out because they don't necessarily understand where the emerging market is going and where they might fit. And the space industry for better or for worse talks a lot in buzzwords. Um, You know, people end up saying plus or minus 20% of the same thing. So when it comes to the space economy and space commerce, there's, there's a lot of excitement. I mean, and rightfully so if you look at the economy, it rose to um, about 447 billion in 2020, which was a 4.4% increase from the 2019 total. And actually, if you look at the economy today, it's 55% higher than a decade ago, and it's had about five-year trends of uninterrupted growth. So it really excites a lot of people because the opportunity is there, but people will throw around words like, you know, it's going to be worth 1 trillion by 2040, but what does that actually mean? you, Unless how you're do Elon you, Musk, right? In, the, in that in that day, in 2040s <laughs> dollar, right? Right, right. Well, right, and and I think that even like the Elon Musks and others, they they don't know what that means because yeah, it's it's just a tagline. But where is the ROI and where is the actual opportunity? And so what we talk about a lot at Space Foundation is that space is a place for everyone, and we truly and fundamentally believe that. And so Space Commerce Institute is really meant to have people not self-select out, but self-select in and to find their place within this burgeoning ecosystem. And so when putting it together to your question, there are these three main elements to it because there are these perfect archetypes that fit into it. And we wanted to make sure that we were offering the right kind of solutions that fit that sort of entity. So when you look at it, um, there's three main pillars within it. Uh, The first one is called Space Foundation University. And what that is meant to do is it's programming um, for entrepreneurs who want to build or grow their business or for individuals who want to find a career in space. And so what this program really does is it um, educates, promotes, and it enhances new business creation and workforce development through self-paced courses. Um, that we're going to have available online. And then there are add-on elements where we can put together, you know, live uh, virtual mentoring sessions and workshops and other kind of components to really make it hands-on. And what the goal of this Space Foundation University is and why it's different than sort of these other educational tools out there um, is that it's really hands-on and it takes away the guesswork. I um, sort of push back on programs that will sort of give you a high level and then it'll be like, here you go, go figure out what to do with it. Right. A path. And so this, yeah. And so what this program actually does is it's taught by experts in the field who have been there and done that. And it gives you really the, like the tangible roadmap uh, road map 
and the building blocks to actually go and build the business. And we had talked about this earlier. What's nice about what you're doing is a lot of the space kind of courses. Now, if you hear people talk about, you know, we teach space 100 or whatever, it's very focused on tactical employment of space capabilities. Like you said, it's, it's the satellites and, you know, Leo, Geo, Mio, Heo, what's flying around, what are the downlinks, all that. You guys are focused on the other hand, on the business aspect of if I want to get into the space business, how do I do that? Right. That's your guys. You start out by becoming a member of the smalls. Yeah, that's true too. And then, and, and and space foundation. And then we work together, the smalls and the space foundation to do quarterly events. That's right. Hashtag well, that, space. that's definitely on the roadmap that we discussed. Um, Actually, I'm, I'm older yes. than the hashtag, so pound right. space. Yeah, pound, <laughs> pound. I can't read what you're writing over there. They're writing something on the wall for us. I can't read Experimental it. podcast, just run the podcast. That's right, run the podcast. I love it. So, <laughs> well, Yes, you're, s- you're absolutely right on the business aspect because yep. that is the missing piece that I yes. saw that was – critically being requested and asked beyond the educational component. Because while it's important to understand where the industry is going, you fundamentally need to understand where you fit within it and what to do with that. Like when technological realities become online, what does that actually mean for your product, your service, or your skill set? And so what we focus on, like you said, is the business aspect, but also really trying to pull in a lot of these, um, what I like to call these space adjacent industries that are part of the space ecosystem, but don't necessarily, you know, realize it yet because the, um, you don't just have to be a launch provider, right? There's going to be biomedical requirements. There's going to be manufacturing, supply chain. I mean, even people in like the food service, right? I mean, it definitely takes a village to support what we're building. And so um, that's a critical aspect of what we're trying to bring in is bring, we want companies to bring their creativity and their passion, and we will help them find a place within the space ecosystem. Well, I, know, I know even locally, you know, uh, the schools here, the universities, they don't really offer that either you know and i know there's a space program in colorado school of mines but it's it's with regards to mining in space and those kind of things so yeah this is i think you guys are spot on so what are the other what are the other two pillars yes so the other two pillars so that's space foundation university the second pillar is consulting services and this is one that i'm actually very excited about because i never really found a program that um fit this sort of need. So there's a lot of companies out there that do consulting in space, but they're generally geared toward these large stalwarts that, you know, already have, you know, flourishing budgets and a flourishing space business, and they help them succeed. And what I encountered being a consultant in the space industry for so long is there are these high growth companies or startups that have very nuanced particular questions, right? They might need help, you know, um, securing a a certificate for a launch site, or they might need someone to come in and take a look at their business development effort and just tell them, is it good? Is it bad? Who should I go after? Um, But that sort of all cart consulting never really exists. So what we did is we dug really deep into our bench of experts that the Space Foundation has, you know, pulled together over the years. And we have a cadre of experts across a broad swath of areas. And we offer either ad hoc consulting or project-based consulting at a very reasonable price because we wanted to be able to help people where they're at and allow them to grow through very precise um, questioning and services. And so that's the second pillar. But before we move on to third, I think you have to, one of the things we haven't talked about yet is people, if you want to get in a space of space, you need to have a core competency, don't you? I mean, you can't just do everything. You can't say I'm going to provide everything. Really, you need to know what you want to do before you get into it, I would say. 
Yes. It's either what you want to do or what you are really good at and then find your place within it. Exactly. So, so what, what is your core competencies? What can you do? What What is, do you build software? Do you, do you offer catering? You know, uh, what you said, what kind yeah. of food are you yeah, doing? Dehydrated food. I don't know. You know, I don't mm-hmm. know. Possibility. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Sorry. Number three. I yeah. And this. then number three is professional development services. And so what this pillar is, um, is geared at are folks that are already in the space industry, um, really kind of mid career professionals that might need some upskilling to get better jobs. And so what I've realized for this is there's a lot of organizations that do, you know, networking and, and association types events really well, but um, they might come in and be like, I need to be better at negotiations. I need to be better at understanding this particular element. And so we want to offer some targeted upskilling and reskilling to allow folks to move laterally or, um, or up within, within their careers. Okay. So it's all, it is all really hinged on that first ask, that first pillar though, kind of, which is, you know, the university, understanding the market, what the areas are, and then the other two kind of support that. So, I mean, maybe, I don't know if you give an over or underlying overall theme, but I think, you know, so if, if so say I, I do do software, I do do Things software, do do. and I want to uh, move in that space, then I can get with you guys, get a consultant to help me. Hey, how do I, you know, what else do I need to do? What's the business marketing piece of it? How do I do that? And then the third piece is, you know, maybe we're not good at whatever, getting in marketing or, well, or doing that other I always thought, soft, soft skills. I always thought the Space Foundation was a nonprofit. Do they have a nonprofit? Are. You are. Yes. We are a nonprofit. How do you offer consulting services and professional development as a nonprofit then? They can do that. Yeah, we can do, it's for, we can do for-profit entities, yeah. Okay, so you have so entities we, under you that are for-profit. Well, so we're, we're a nonprofit, but we offer all of our programming is, uh, is paid for in some capacity. Okay. Yeah. So any, any programming that we offer has a sponsorship element to it. Okay. Um, so like the K through 12 education, for example, there will be either a sponsoring entity or a school that will pay for those services. Okay. So it's similar. It's just that now it's extending to the company to pay for the services as opposed to an overhead sponsor. Okay. So one, you're looking for sponsors potentially. So let we talk, Kelly, it's going to start here soon, right? This, this whole thing's kicking off here like next week. It uh, is. Yes. Yes. Um, So the first two pillars of Space Foundation University and the consulting will be live on the 31st, um, which we're very excited about. And so initially there will be seven courses under Space Foundation University for folks to interact with, as well as our initial tranche of consultants that will continue to grow as we find, um, you know, really great folks in the industry. So if any of the listeners out there um, are interested in being consultants. I mean, we're always looking for um, great people to add to the roster that can offer a whole swath of advice. And and you're also going to be at the space symposium. Well, you guys are running the thing. So, <laughs> are you? Are, is is the space foundation doing anything um, separate from actual event? Typically, you guys do like uh, what's the Yuri's night? Yuri's we'll night and at the space foundation usually. Are, are there other things? Do you know, Kelly? Uh, around this initiative yeah. in particular? Yeah, or for, for the Space Symposium. Are you guys doing anything related to this at the Space Symposium other than kind of notifying people? Yes. So on Thursday, um, so the Space Commerce Institute is under an initiative at Space Foundation called the Center of Innovation and Education. It's uh, That's what it's listed on under the web, our website. Okay. And 
we are having a um, CINE Center for Innovation and Education track on Thursday, and I will be doing two oh. fireside chats about this. What's the date? Um, the seventh, uh, Thursday the seventh. Yeah. And is it that going to be at the Broadmoor or at the um, Cheyenne Mountain? Do you know? Because this one's going to be at the Broadmoor. At the Broadmoor. Yeah. Okay. This this programming is going to be at the Broadmoor. Okay. Um, and so for that, I will be doing two fireside chats. Um, so the this this whole track is going to be highlighting a lot of these center of innovation and education programs, everything from K through twelve to a lot of our workforce development. But I will be speaking to one of our development partners. Um, it's called the it's Milo Space Studies, um, and we're putting together a joint accelerator. And so our partner and I will be discussing what that looks like and what the growth potential is for that. And then I am also going to be having a um, a chat with Kevin O'Connell, who was the form uh, former office director for the Space Commerce Office Office under Commerce um, under the last administration about the space economy and sort of opportunities for growth and how do you think about it and how do companies actually start to put together their strategy? Well, you got a lot of exciting stuff going on, Kelly. How are you managing all that? You doing okay? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's easy to manage and, and keep the trains running when what you're working on is so exciting. And I think what I love about it is, you know, the, I mentioned before about these space adjacent industries, but more and more um, as I engage in this work, you find these companies that either have roots in space or want to get roots in space. And so it's constantly kind of a creative mental exercise to, um, to just grow our programming and grow our, our interest among the base. Yeah. So we're excited for you. This is, I'm, I'm excited for you. As we mentioned previously, when we talked, you know, the, just this, what the space you're in really aligns well with the smalls and our ecosystem and really help you guys get that word out and help you promote that. We're all behind you. So you let us know how we can help you. Um, we'll do advertisements or whatever for you too, and get that out there. So I, we're, we're super excited about this. So before we go any further, yep. let's take a quick break. Okay. And Kelly, don't go anywhere. Um, after we, uh, hear a message from our sponsor, we'll be right back. The Department of Defense has gotten very serious about cybersecurity. The DOD just passed a new mandate called the CMMC that all government contractors must adhere to. In the near future, you will not be able to do business with the Department of Defense unless your company follows the CMMC protocol. Devil Dog Cybersecurity partners with government contractors to create and implement robust cybersecurity solutions that meet the DOD requirements. Our team of engineers have a large depth of knowledge in the CMMC and the NIST 800-171. Solutions can be implemented in as little as 30 to 90 days, depending on the size and scope of the project. Best of all, Devil Dog has an affordable pricing structure specifically designed for small to medium-sized businesses. The big question is, is your firm ready for a CMMC audit? Contact Devil Dog Cybersecurity and receive a free vulnerability assessment with no obligation. Register for your free assessment at DevilDogCyber.com. Devil Dog is here to make cybersecurity compliance affordable, fast, and painless for your company. Devil Dog Cybersecurity is one of the few companies designated as a registered provider organization by the CMMC accreditation body. This means our solutions adhere to the complex standards 
and requirements of the CMMC board. Register for your free assessment at DevilDogCyber.com. Devil Dog is here to make cybersecurity compliance affordable, fast, and painless for your company. Like what you hear so far? Make sure you never miss a show by clicking the subscribe button now. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Thank you for your support. Now back to the show. Welcome back to this week's Smallest Cast Podcast. Well, this is my job. What are you doing? I know. Well, I know that commercial is like literally like 60 seconds long, but it's like, that was like five hours. It's actually 90 seconds long, I think. <laughs> it's so. 90 seconds. Um, anyway. It's um, five hours. Kelly, where's Kelly? She left. It's actually serious stuff though. So, um, yeah. <laughs> Welcome back to the Welcome show. Welcome back to the Smalls. Uh, this week we have Kelly here with us from uh, the Space Foundation. And uh, Kelly, so when, when we were on break there, we had our leadership team come in and they always make some funny jokes with us. I don't know if you can read this or They're not. They're patches. They made a patch for us that says Space Monkey Radio, the smalls, Dennis and then just Nate. Yeah. I do love that. Are you actually making it into patches? We might have to. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I, I'm going to request a first run print of that. So. Oh, so when you come out, we are going to give you some swag, though. Yeah. Um, oh, I yeah, love it. When you come out swag. this way. Um, and yeah. we actually want to talk um, for next year. We want to get um, do more with the Space Foundation, actually, yeah. and help out with the uh, We could the do event. this. We could do this. Yes, at- we could set up a booth at the event all week long uh, to help get the name out of the word out of everybody and have so, companies come in and talk or whatever. And we can, we've been doing quite a bit of that lately, broadcast. So. It. Yep. Yep. But, um, okay. So I want to, I'm interested to find out more in general about space foundation as well. Um, cause I had no clue you guys did anything outside of like space foundation here in Colorado Springs. And well, and I've been, I've actually been to the space foundation, to be honest, I've been to the foundation space foundation once. And that's because for the smalls, we had a meeting there in their conference room once like I, two, three years ago, I think. I've been there many times. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. It's a nice so facility. Let's let RVP here tell us what yep. it's all about. Yep. Yes. So, general overview, yeah. or do you yeah. have any particularities? No, well, general, no. Kind of, kind of tell people what for the audience what like, Space yeah. Foundation does in general, number one. And then, two, what they do here locally in Colorado Springs. And in DC. Because, you know, they kind of have a museum here. They've got. I know they offer up a meeting space. I rented space from them. I threw a massive Christmas party there for 150 people one time. We'll let her go. Yeah. So I'll let you uh, talk about it. No, it's a great, it's a great question. And yeah. primarily because especially in Colorado um, or other folks within the space industry, they've interacted with the, found, with the foundation in some capacity. Some way or but, another, yeah. Yeah, we somewhere or another, you, you probably don't actually realize the, the breadth or the reach. Um, so to answer your question, so yes, Space Foundation is headquartered in Colorado Springs. There is a second office in Washington, D.C., which is where I am based, um, because there's a fair amount of work that's done on um, Capitol Hill through for advocacy for, you know, space industry and our, our corporate members um, to engage with members of Congress and their staff. But Essentially, the programmatically, it, it can span a few things. So within Colorado Springs, there is um, the Discovery Center, which is, I think, what you were okay, alluding yeah. to before about the local entities. Yeah, which is a, um, a really great museum um, mm-hmm. that has 
a lot of space-inspired curriculum and space-inspired um, memorabilia. And they do a lot of um, educational type outreach and interaction through the Discovery Center and then also through K through 12 education. Um, there's a very robust K through 12 education uh, programming at Space Foundation where they can do audience with an astronaut, where they'll bring in, um, you know, astronauts to talk to kids. They also do various um, programs around being able to program your own Mars rover to um, science on a sphere, which is actually really cool. If you've never seen that, it's a giant globe. And then you're able to um, project different different programmatic um, STEM activities to get hmm. kids more engaged. We also have um, teacher liaisons that go across the country and teach um, space inspired curriculum to, to students within the K through 12. So um, they're pretty much known for that. They're definitely known for that in Colorado, but globally and um, domestically, there's a lot of programs. There's also a lot of, um, global programs that people don't don't realize. And we've run programs in everywhere from like the UAE to China um, around STEM and, and space inspired curriculum and education that can go everywhere from K through 12, but also to um, kind of more entrepreneurial adult education. Wow. And then the space symposium, which most people know them as, which is probably the largest convener of the global space um, ecosystem. I, and that- I will say, I'm gonna stop you just a second. I did not mm -hmm. know the Space Foundation put on the Space Symposium until about like five years ago because oh, really? I, be, you guys never really take like credit, like saying put on by, by Space Foundation, right? There's always corporate sponsors that says we're doing this, but I never really, and I've been like 17 years in a row now, and I've never really seen you guys take like a whole lot of credit for it other than every now and then your guys' CEO will get up front and saying, hey, you know, thanks for coming again this year or something like that, but I guess I never really put two and two together. And, right and you guys also do programs like women, women in space and things like that too, right? That's part of the charter as well. Yeah. I follow, I follow you guys on LinkedIn. So I see a lot of the activities. There's, yeah, there's a lot under the banner because when you talk about education and advocacy, it's advocating for the whole global space mm -hmm. ecosystem. And so there's a lot of various programs that hit on a lot of different things. Um, at the space symposium, there's always a um, women in aerospace luncheon. Mm -hmm. And then there's, various panel talks and, and discussions after that. Um, some other programming that we do that people might not realize is that, have you ever seen um, space certified or space certified technologies or products? Mm, I don't know what you're really referring to. Like what? Give an example. So it's sort of like the good housekeeping seal, um, oh, but it's okay. a space certified seal and that's actually owned and operated by the space foundation. So oh. we have a, um, a space certification program that looks at everything from educational programs to actual products or, or services that, that serve the space industry and companies can apply to get the space certification seal. So for example, um, Bowflex was actually a technology that was developed for space or, um, you're talking about Bowflex, the, 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 the yeah. workout machine. Yeah. Cause you can't really yeah. take weights up there because hello. Space. Hello. You could lift Res a lot of weight. That's why you can. You that's could, why it's resistant could, of the bands. You could that's do like thousands of pounds, and it wouldn't be any. Sorry, he he's not an educator. So he no. What I really want to know is is that is that ice cream that you buy that freeze dried ice cream is that like certified? Space certified? Yeah, it is. <laughs> it is it's certified ice cream. So. <laughs> So this, this is a service that the Space Foundation offers companies, right. um, and it's it's essentially a way for them to draw their heritage back to space right. and be able to 
it as part of their marketing campaign. Um, but it's a really fascinating program because, like I said, it can be anything from a technology that was derived for space for use for terrestrial activities, or it can be um, space-inspired education. We've um, we've certified curriculum before that's used in schools that that teaches kids about space, and so um, it's it's a great way for companies that may not directly see themselves as being part of the ecosystem to, to draw that direct line and connection to space. How do I send, uh, who, who runs that on your end? Can I send companies to you if they want to get space certified? Absolutely. Yeah. If you go to the website, which is uh, spacefoundation.org, under what we do, there's a drop down and space certification is one of them. Um, and you can, you can apply there to get certified oh. and learn more about the program. That's very interesting. Yeah. yeah. See, there's all these things like, and it, I, we found doing the smalls, what's been really interesting is the left hand has no idea the right hand's even there. It's not that mm -hmm. they're not talking to each other. They don't even know it's there. And there's so many opportunities and, and things like you're talking that's, about. That, but that's that why we started this. It is. And to connect those dots yeah. for people because there's so many things out there that you should take, be able, you have uh, access to, but you don't know that it's even there. So, yes. yeah, fascinating. Well, Absolutely. And, and the foundation has actually found that I can say, so I officially came on board December, but I had been working with them for about four years as a consultant. Mm -hmm. And it was always amazing to me what, what people would think they're like, Oh, you know, you're a nonprofit. You must just give away your programs for free or, Oh, you only do the space symposium. And it's like, no, there's actually a lot of rich programming for a lot of diverse audiences within the ecosystem um, that can find and draw their heritage to the space foundation. They just don't realize that they exist because the space symposium has been this behemoth yeah. for, for better or for worse. Um, yeah. But the, the heritage of what the foundation has been doing in the community is extremely rich and it continues to grow. And space commerce Institute is just this next evolution to bring in these, um, I don't want to say they're non-traditional audiences because the the startup ecosystem and this entrepreneurial spirit has always been a part of space. We're just now creating the right kind of programming and mechanisms for them to directly engage with the foundation and be able to take advantage of the expert network that we've built over and, the past 37, 38 years. And your office out there. So let's talk a little bit. Is, well, before I move, there's anything else like big out here or. Well, I noted that you guys are expanding out here, right? You guys bought the building right next door. I believe yes, a massive warehouse. You guys are expanding, right? Yeah. So it's the building is growing and the discovery center will, will become larger. Nice. Um, so yes. Do we have a time frame for that? You know, I'm, I'm not the right person to ask, <laughs> but I will definitely tell you when I see you at symposium, I don't want to, I don't want to misquote yeah. oh, no, that's fine. and then have that go on, have that go on record. <laughs> So there's lots of stuff happening here in the Springs that the Discovery Center, the symposium and all that. Now you're out there in D.C. in advocacy. I always find that very interesting. So what's the primary function of you guys out there? Is it advocacy or what is that? Yes. So the out in the D.C. office, there's the uh, government affairs team. There's um, part of the communications team. And then there's myself. Um, I'm a team of one right now, but we are going to be growing um, once the programs get off the ground. But a lot of um, the impetus of being out here is, as you know, D.C. Um, is, is a phenomenal hub for everything government, R&D, you know, um, 
private sector, et cetera. Right. There's all representatives here. Yeah. So the um, government affairs team does a, does a lot of work, um, like I said, connecting with um, government entities, government agencies, and particularly the Hill to be able to advocate on behalf of um, the space industry at large, but also our, our corporate, our corporate members and the various programs that we do to make sure that Congress is up to speed on what's actually going on. Because as you know, um, legislation and regulation and just general understanding of the industry is really, really critical to make sure that all the trains are running in the right direction. Well, I was going to ask, so you just thought you kind of hit on a, my next question. So events out there in DC, do you guys put on any kind of activities that companies could engage on? Is there actually, there are? Yeah, there are. So there is an annual um, state of space, which for the past couple of years has been virtual, just by proxy of what we've been going through um, with COVID, but generally that was at the National Press Club. Um, and that was a great opportunity to hear from the CEO of the Space Foundation and um, other other members of the industry to talk about kind of where they see space being anchored now and where it's going in the future. Um, also our government affairs team does a fair amount of events on the Hill, um, various briefings for members of Congress and staff. And then there's sort of a, evolving slate um, of programs that they, they put on their, um, I guess, roster. I don't really know what's coming up now or for the rest of 2022, but I could definitely find out and let you guys know. Yeah. And we'll, yeah. we'll gladly promote those too for you guys, you know, get people more, yeah, as yeah. We get more tied in here. Um, it's, we got weekly newsletters to go out. We've got the YouTube calendar. channel. We've got this. We've got the calendar. Yeah. So lots of different things we're, we're moving into, different spaces we're moving into now. Yep. Yeah. Well, and, and what's nice about us having, you know, the dual presence of Colorado and D.C. and also just with the, the ease of technology is that programmatically, I think that people, or events-wise rather, I should say, people definitely want to engage in person as much as they can. But because this ecosystem is spread all across the country and all across the world, it's mm -hmm. nice to also be able to work in these virtual platforms and environments to offer programs if they aren't necessarily in person, at least have this sort of connection and connectivity because we didn't want to just be, you know, relinquished to doing programs in two different states. Well, DC is not a state, a territory <laughs> and a state. Not yet. Not yet. Dude, don't yeah. go there. That, that's a whole other conversation. Uh, so Kelly, uh, when is the uh, space symposium going to take place? Do you have dates? I do. So it's in two weeks. Okay, cool. Well, I guess this is airing on Monday, I think. Yeah, so. we'll push it out on Monday. Yeah. yeah, we'll push it out Monday. Okay. And then, so the, it's going sorry, the oh, YouTube video will come out Wednesday. The podcast on all the different stations will come out on Monday. Perfect. Um, so the Space Symposium is going to be April 4th through the 7th. Yep. So in a, in a week and a half in Colorado Springs. At the Broadmoor Hotel and Cheyenne Mountain mm -hmm. Resort. Colorado Springs, Colorado. That's right. Um, a color for Colorado. I don't know why they say colorful. It's brown. And colorful. like, it's beautiful. Green. Isn't it beautiful? Color? No, it's colorful Colorado. It is. It's red. Red. When, yeah, when it's on fire. No, that the, <laughs> the rocks are red too. That's why it's Colorado. What? It's the color red. Okay. Colorado? Yeah. It means color red. Dude, I'm from North Dakota. <laughs> I don't know that. Okay. 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 So, <laughs> squirrel. <laughs> 
and your history lesson today, boys and girls, for the Colorado State. Anyways. So we did check, by the way, just for, for people out there, as you're aware, um, Space Foundation is putting on the Space Symposium. Space Symposium, April 4th through the 7th. There are tickets still available uh, for the full event. I checked this morning, so it's out there. Um, and what else? I was going to say, too, um, there is a virtual component called Symposium 365 Mm -hmm. for folks that aren't necessarily able to engage in person. Um, This was an initiative that grew out of COVID era, um, but it's been really great because um, for people that either can't afford to come to Symposium or might not be able to take the time off work, um, the 365 platform will have a lot of the... um, you know, conversations and, and sidebar discussions with a lot of the, the keynotes and the folks there. And so it's a good way to engage in content and feel part of the programming if you're not able to actually attend. And, and if, correct me if I'm wrong, but if you do the 365 too, can't you access that like way after too? It's not just yeah. during, it's like you have access to the library. Yes, absolutely. And so, yeah, it's an access to the library of content and then the content also continues to grow. So um, after symposium, there are various panel discussions and um, other sort of topically oriented things that will pop up on on the platform. So it's a it's a year long or annual, I guess, sort of engagement. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No. So, hey, Kelly, this is great. So two things for the listening audience. One, the the near term thing is actually the Commerce uh, University kicking off. Yes. Uh, yes. next week and you can go to the website. Yes. And I will tell you, it's, um, sort of like a Russian nesting doll within the website, but if you go to uh, spacefoundation.org, um, there's a section that says what we do. Um, it's there's center for innovation and education in the drop down, and you can find space commerce Institute through that. Okay. And then, so you got access and you said there's going to be like seven initial classes and well, you can start yes. signing up for that. Oh, and there's Space Commerce Institute, but there is, is there something else called Space Foundation University? It's a program under Space Commerce Institute. Okay. So Space Commerce Institute is the umbrella entity. Okay. And then within it, we offer Space Foundation University, the consulting services and, and the professional development. Now, yeah. the consulting's also kicking off at the same time and just not the last piece right now. Not the, the professional, professional development services. services. Yes, correct. Yeah, the, the, the first two, like the first two pillars, like I like to say, and then yeah. professional development will probably be getting underway around summer. Okay. okay. Summertime. And is this like a pay service monthly fee type thing to, to have access to this? or? So uh, they're both priced differently. Okay. So for Space Foundation University, um, when you interact with the platform, there's going to be four separate um, s- I guess, payment models, there's going to be four uh, plans. And so what we wanted to do was be able to give individuals or companies um, access to only the content they need. So they will be able to purchase one course, three courses, five courses, or seven courses. Mm, Um, And then they will have access to those for a year and it's completely self-paced. Okay. And is it individual or say we sign up and we can have everybody watching it or is it individual? So that's up to you. Um, I, I, I got what you're saying. saying. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, you know, tech, technology can be a great supporter and a great thwarter. Uh, I would like okay. to say that each person would have individual access, but um, okay. and well, then I, for what, the, what I meant was, they just you have to sign up, and it's like associated with my email, and I'm the one who has access to it, right? Yes, it's not, I it's mean not. that is how that is how it works. Okay. <laughs> 
<laughs> that is how it works. Whoever signs up would have access yes. to their email. Yes. Okay. Um, Let's and then on. access Let's to, to the, the courses. <laughs> access to the courses through the platform. You're going to get me in trouble with this payment model. Yeah. Ness is like, hey, if I put my credit card in and it gets kicked back, do I have to give you another credit card or can I just get it for free? <laughs> okay. All right. You definitely have that payment done. Yeah, you guys are trying to work the system. I appreciate it. Uh, okay. And then and the then, second thing is the Space Symposium, which is the 4th through the 7th. And yes. you can meet Kelly live in person at, at, will you be there at a booth? You're, you're giving a uh, panel, you're going to be on panel, but are you going to be, do you guys have a booth there? I don't know. Um, I will be running around. Okay. So yeah, there, um, I mean, I think they can see me on the YouTube stuff, but I will definitely yeah. have uh, my badge available. But if you okay. ask anyone, um, that is works for the space foundation, they can probably direct you toward me. Okay. Um, and then one thing I was going to say just about the payment stuff um, to further answer the question for the consulting piece, um, there's going to be a form that you can fill out to request certain consultants and you can oh. request them either hourly or project based. And then we negotiate what that cost looks like. Okay. okay. And, and can you send us any flyers or material for the um, university for the Institute? Are you guys going to yes, have that absolutely. kind of stuff too? And we can help yes. post that and push that out. Yeah, I had already talked to the communications team after our last call, and we're going to start tagging you and okay. anything we push on social media as well so Great. we can help disseminate. Great. Yes. All right. Well, I'm excited to meet you in person here in two weeks and uh, get involved with the Institute. We're, we're ready to go. We'll yeah, no, we're, we're really excited to, um, to have you guys on board, and especially with your community and, and who you serve. I mean, it's the, it's the perfect um, – archetype right for who right. we're trying yes. to hit because our main thing is we're really trying to dispel what opportunities exist and how people can get involved and especially if they don't necessarily or naturally see themselves as part of the space ecosystem we want them to find their place and um that's that's why we scoped it and created it great nice. yeah thanks okay well oh, uh, uh anything wait, else you when was, what's the website again because i already forgot did we talk about the website yes, like three times yeah so it's uh, spacefoundation.org okay and then if you, in the top menu, if you go to what we do, yeah. um, there's the Center for Innovation and Education, and Space Commerce Institute is an offshoot of that. Yeah. So spacefoundation.org is the very first stop, though. That's what I was trying to get very to. Very first yeah. stop. Yep. Go there. Yes. Go there. And, and what we do tab will also illuminate all those other programs that I mentioned, um, so you can see the breadth of, of what they actually offer. Okay. Yeah, this is great. Thank you, Kelly, very much. Yes, thank you very much for, for joining us today. Yep. And we will tag up. Um, are you going to be out here for the events on Sunday too, Yuri's Night? Yes, I will be there. And we're still having Yuri's Night, right? Yes. There's been lots of fake news out there about Yuri's Night. So, Yes, it is um, still happening. And I'm sure that you saw a lot of the media storm around the, the name. Yes, you're um, still calling it Yuri's Night, right? No, so you're the not. name has changed. Ah, what's the name now? Yeah. So the name, um, the name, see it's what a boy's name. Yeah. It's my Mulan quote. Astronaut uh, night. Astronaut night. No. It was my favorite. It's like one of my favorite events to attend. It is a great, it is great. So the, um, there was a great article that just came out on the Associated Press about the, the name change. And, and essentially, um, there was a lot of misinformation saying that we stripped Yuri of his 
honors. But essentially, the the name the night was renamed to um, celebrate the 10th anniversary of the Discovery Center and sort of the breadth of all of the the programming that exists at Space Foundation. Unfortunately, it just coincided you know, with world happenings. Yeah, and and uh, Russian invasions. <laughs> <laughs> well, and you know how the news cycle can go. People will yeah. sometimes just see a top clip and just go yeah. off to the race what? with it. So no, that happens. <laughs> Okay. Yes. yes. It is still happening and I will be there. Okay. Excellent. Okay. Well, we will uh, sign off and talk to everybody next week. Just Nate signing off. See you, Kelly. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. You've reached the end of another episode of the Smalls Cast podcast. Connect with us at thesmalls.org. Don't forget to sign up to our newsletter to receive our free materials. See you at the next episode.